The Pat Kenny Show with Matter Private Network on News Talk. Well, now I'm joined by the Bostonian himself, Larry Donnelly, NUI Galway Law Lecturer, columnist with the Journal. Uh, good morning, Larry. Good morning, Pat. Great to be with you. Now, it's uh, still early in the morning with you, but uh, still, I'm sure all the talk is of Donald Trump and his uh, pleading of the Fifth Amendment yesterday and, of course, his reaction to the raid by the FBI on his home at Mar-a-Lago. Yeah, it, cer- it certainly is, Pat. I mean, you know, Donald Trump is somebody who once said, uh, why would you plead the Fifth Amendment if you have nothing to hide? Uh, yet he repeatedly uh, ple- pleaded the Fifth uh, in connection with the New York investigation into uh, the valuation of his various real estate holdings in that state. Uh, and of course, uh, what's happening in Mar-a-Lago, what happened in Mar-a-Lago. Uh, and the bottom line with the, with the Mar-a-Lago raid is, uh, politically speaking, uh, obviously the legal process will work its way. But politically speaking, unless we get something of a smoking gun, uh, in a re- in a relatively short time span, uh, Trump should be able to spin this to his political advantage. What were the FBI looking for in Mar-a-Lago? A judge had to sign off on the search warrant, first of all, but uh, unprecedented, one would think, uh, of searching the president's home, opening a safe and so on. They must have had a good idea what they were looking for. And the question is, did they find it? That obviously, and we we don't know the answer to that. But what what I think we can fairly safely extrapolate is that uh, there's something there. Uh, Merrick Garland, the the attorney general, has been notoriously uh, conservative to the dismay of many Democrats uh, in terms of pursuing Donald Trump. Uh, and uh, obviously, this had to be signed off by a federal judge. So uh, what is there? We don't know. I mean, John, Donald Trump took many boxes of documents uh, from the White House when he left. Uh, and evidently, there is some there has to be uh, something there. Now, again, the big question here is leaving aside the legalities uh, is the politics of this. Uh, and again, a lot of Americans who do support Donald Trump will cons- will say, look, they're still trying to get him. They're still after him. Uh, this might reignite. Uh, some of the support for him that, in my view, had been dwindling uh, among Republicans. Uh, and indeed, you know, again, this could be a, a victory for him. Um, at the same time, there are Republicans, uh, perhaps uh, increasing in number, who are saying we've enough of the Trump circus. You know, we agree with uh, a lot of his politics, but we don't necessarily want everything that goes with it. Yeah, that that would be my view. That I mean, that is my view that the the, the majority of Republicans are moving in that direction, uh, and that the person who I suspect uh, they're going to back is Ron DeSantis, uh, the governor of Florida, who uh, I suppose is a Trumper in in, in every respect, in 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 some in some points probably more conservative uh, than Donald Trump and uh, some Democrats and some on the left would say perhaps more dangerous than Donald Trump in the sense that he actually believes what he's saying, uh, whereas they would they, they would think Trump uh, is merely parroting a line to get himself elected, whereas Ron DeSantis is a cons- is a conviction, uh, very far right wing politician. Now, what happened in New York? He went along. Uh, he was questioned. He, I think, gave one answer in four hours and then he boasts about the virtues of pleading the fifth. Yeah, again, Pat, and it's quite a robust turnaround for for someone who once said uh, nobody pleads the fifth unless unless they have something to hide. Uh, so 
Uh, these criminal investigations that surround Donald Trump, they're not going away. Uh, they're going to continue. And there are on a myriad uh, of different fronts, whether it's the valuation of real estate, uh, you know, claims of election fraud, uh, all sorts of different things. Uh, they're going to continue to stay there. And as you say, that's one of the reasons why, uh, in my estimation, uh, a, a lot of Republicans are going to say uh, enough uh, of Donald Trump. We've had enough. Uh, we like his politics. He was good to us. He did the right thing with the Supreme Court, uh, but it's time to move on. Uh, whether this these investigations can dumb up some uh, some sympathy for him, uh, who knows? Uh, but certainly none of this is going to go away. Uh, and it's kind of an appalling vista, uh, speaking as an American from the U.S., uh, to see uh, a former president of the United States in uh, all of this legal trouble. And, you know, I don't blame uh, prosecutors for going after them. They, they have every right to, uh, but it's still unseemly in every level. Mm. Um, the prospect of Biden running in 2024, you know, a repeat of uh, Trump v. Biden, uh, that'll depend on whether Trump stays uh, out of legal trouble and also his own party. What about Biden? I mean, is there anybody standing up and saying uh, enough? Well, you know, within Democratic circles, and indeed here in Boston, I've been talking uh, to some people, people who would be uh, Biden loyalists. Uh, and the, the frank view amongst most uh, is that he doesn't have uh, the capacity to run again. Uh, because, you know, I think people need to look back to 2020. In some respects, Joe Biden benefited uh, from the fact that it wasn't a traditional campaign. The 24-7 reality of campaigning for president crisscrossing the country, uh, it wasn't uh, there because of, of coronavirus uh, in 2020. Uh, in 2024, uh, that obviously will all be back to the fore. And I think an awful lot of Democrats have doubts uh, about his capacity to do so while they do at the same time uh, celebrate uh, some of the victories he's had legislatively recently uh, and say he was the man for the job uh, in 2020. But the big question is, if it's not him, who is going to be his successor? Uh, and there's a lot of confusion about that and, and a lot of debate about who uh, the best person would be. Um, Kamala Harris would be seen as someone who logically might step in. After all, she is currently a heartbeat away from the presidency. But her star has not exactly soared. No, I mean, Biden's approval ratings are very low, but I mean, Kamala Harris's are even lower than that. Uh, a lot of the speculation is focusing on uh, Pete Buttigieg, who ran last time around, uh, who was a formidable candidate uh, initially, who won New Hampshire uh, and, you know, is now uh, Secretary of Transportation, uh, whose political star is on the rise. The issue with Buttigieg, however, is that he did not exactly set the hearts of, uh, of African-Americans uh, on fire. Indeed, when it went to South Carolina, uh, his candidacy died a death. Uh, and that's the that's the big question about Buttigieg is, can he take that African-American vote? Can he excite uh, people of color to get to the polls? Because they will be dispositive uh, in the 2024 election. So there's, there's doubts about him. And that's why uh, some speculation is focusing on uh, Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, Gretchen Whitmer, uh, the governor of Michigan. Uh, these are people who are also being mentioned in the same breath. But I think everybody's waiting to see what Biden is going to say and when he's going to say it. And, and in my view, uh, a big part of that will be down to the midterm elections. If Democrats have a bad day uh, on the midterms, that, in my view, finishes off uh, the prospect for Biden running again.
Larry Donnelly, thank you very much uh, for joining us uh, from Boston. And that's all we have time for today with a reminder that our items are uploaded as podcasts, which you can listen to on the Newstalk app powered by GoLoud. Just search for The Pat Kenny Show. The Pat Kenny Show with Matter Private Network. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.